Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and of our Father. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I have been reading these two verses to you for a while now because within them house all the information that is necessary for you to understand what has happened to you as a believer. And that's the reason why I've been using these two scriptures to highlight what has happened to us as we become born again within and become the new uh, citizen within the kingdom of God. The Bible tells us that um, in uh, uh, Galatians, when we read, we saw that we have been translated from one kingdom to another. And Ephesians so shows us the blessings that we get out of that um, translation from being removed from one kingdom into the other. And so I have been focusing on this because it is really necessary that we understand that we have been translated uh, from kingdom to kingdom. And I believe that as Christians, if we adapt this type of mentality, that you and I will from this day forward approach every situation that comes into our lives differently because we are not going to approach it from one of failure being if we utilizes the uh, policies and procedures that are from the kingdom of darkness um, we will and we utilize that in the kingdom of, of God we're not going to get any results that we desire um, I suggest that you and I uh, I suggest you take a look at uh, Matthew the book of Matthew chapter 6 and that whole chapter uh, tells us how to behave 
once we have been translated from one kingdom into the other. Uh, Jesus lays it out for us, tells us how to pray, how to do all, how to behave, basic, basically, differently from this new, um, once we enter into this new kingdom. He uh, looked at what how they behave within the kingdom of darkness, how they pray. He, he, he mirrors the two so you could see the difference. And so I suggest that you take a read and take your time and look at that Bible, that uh, uh, chapter with that in mind that you're reading about two different kingdoms and how to behave. And at the end of that chapter, he says, talks about taking thoughts and and all of these things, how to take a thought and how to, um, once we take that thought, we then uh, confess what we say and all of these things. I've been focusing on you guys, telling you that you need to need to find the word, just like Jesus had to find the word. If you study the Old Testament, you will see that they always, the kings always send for the prophet of God to get the word before they went to war, before they did anything. And so it is the same. You and I ought to get the word first before we embark on that um, situation that we are looking to embark on. And uh, we find God's word on that situation, and then we confess and believe his words or his policies and procedures on that particular situation since we are now in this new kingdom. And once we stay in that, we will get the desired outcome. We saw that, just mentioned that in Mark 11. Uh, he tells us that um, who, what service, whosoever shall say unto this mountain and doubt not in his heart. So we see the emphasis on confession on the declaring of things, the scripture says, declare a thing and it, it, sh it shall be established. I have been focusing and showing you some of the things that we, we receive when we become born again now in Christ. And I read several scriptures to you about that. I'm going to now go in a little deeper about it, and then we'll see some of the things, the benefits, which I read to you, a list of them, a slew of them. But we're going to take some time and sit and camp here for a little while. Um, we see that in, um, in, in Matthew that I told you, uh, Jesus tells them, he says, take no thoughts, uh, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or what uh, shall we, how, how should we clothe ourselves? He's saying to you and I, don't worry about the material stuff. Why? He says, for all, for after all of these things do the Gentiles seek, the unbelievers. For your heavenly father knows that you have need of all of these things. So you are in this new kingdom and in the old kingdom, you had to worry about your clothing, your food and all those things. But once you've been in this new kingdom, he says, don't worry about those things because your heavenly father knows that you have need of those things. But this is your responsibility. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these things will be added unto you. Now, when we take that scripture and break it down and we see, but seek ye first the kingdom. And this is what I want you guys to focus on. 
that when you look at a situation, look at it from a kingdom point of view. And once you look at it that way, you will then employ the principles that will govern you in that situation from a kingdom point of view. He says, for seek ye first the kingdom, the principles, the policies and procedures, the way by which you are governing in this new kingdom that you're part of, and his righteousness. And we know what that is. Righteousness is faith and faith. Seek the kingdom of God and learn about faith. And as a result of those two things, all the things will be added onto you. You will get it once you utilize this new policy, uh, which is the key in the, in this new kingdom, that is of faith, your confession. And you and I, I've studied with you what faith is. It's a process by which you and I utilize and call things that are not as though they were, as the scripture says. So, we, you and I, uh, we've received several things, as I mentioned. Uh, let me continue with verse 34, and then we'll go into the study. Take, therefore, no thought for tomorrow, for the morrow shall take thought of the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And so you and I are commissioned um, to be present in our situation on our daily living. Living, A lot of people um, are not present, and Jesus is saying that you and I ought to live in a state of being present at all time. Uh, and once we live in that state of being present, then we will be aware of the evil that comes unto us and that we are going to be able to deal with it. The Bible says that you and I are in a battle, and that battle is... Um, about our faith, and it tells us that the weapons that we have, they are not carnal, they are not of the old kingdom, but they are mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. And when we look at this, that insight, strongholds are the thoughts that we have in our mind that we, um, that our soul is still not saved in the sense that it is not um, purified yet. The Bible tells us that we receive a new spirit. And Paul makes us say, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health as your soul prosper. So as this part of your uh, being began to get knowledge and gain knowledge, he will prosper. He will then agree with your spirit man. And the two of them agreeing, your, your flesh will bow and it will be, uh, you will walk then by faith and you will receive your confession. So, um, the Bible then, uh, the reason why I'm spending, I spent such time on this was to show you guys that uh, there is a difference. The Bible looks at us as there's like two different types of people on this earth, the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of God. And so um, when we were born into the kingdom of darkness, we come through Adam. The Bible tells us that our connection through Adam uh, in 1 Corinthians 15, it says that... Uh, uh, that part of us, um, because of his fall, it, it made us, uh, um, 
uh, uh, we behaved a certain way. The enemy had access to us through that behavior. And as a result of that, the Bible tells us that all of us, God told them, he says, when you eat of this fruit, you shall surely die. And so all of us died. Um, and we talked about the spiritual aspect of the man dying, it being disconnected from God. But God kept the appointment because, as I said to you, it was their custom to come together in the evening. God kept his appointment and Adam did not kept keep his appointment, and God actually was looking for him, and so the uh, conversation began. But uh, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 15, 22, for as in Adam all died, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. So you have two different sets of people mentioned within that uh, um, verse. You have those that are dead in Adam. The Bible tells us that we're dead in sin, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were yet a part of the kingdom of darkness, Christ, Christ died for us. So the Bible tells us also in 1 Corinthians 15, uh, um, 15, 22, that we now are becoming a part of Christ. Uh, so, um, uh, as you see, I wanted to mention to you about that um, in fifteen twenty two it tells us that we adam we are we 're dead in sin uh, through Adam, but we are alive in christ and uh, first Corinthians uh, also tells us that we are in Christ, we are alive in him so as you see, and I've been reading 2 Corinthians 5.17 to you guys as well about us becoming a new creature. Behold, all things have uh, become uh, new. Um, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. The new one is here. And so you and I are a new type of being once we are here in and we become born again. And we talked about how we we enter into this kingdom is by birth. And uh, that's in John. Jesus talks to Nicodemus, explains that in order for you and I to translate from one kingdom into the other, you must be born again. Um, so we see also that the Bible tells us that once we are enter into this um, relationship through salvation with Jesus Christ, couple of things happen. We, uh, we are a new creation. Um, we have spiritual blessings in Christ, which I, I read to you guys. You know, we have a couple of things. Uh, we have uh, um, our life. Uh, God became poor so that we can become rich. Um, there's a, it is an exchange that took place. And all of this now we are, the Bible tells us, that we are baptized in Christ. And so I wanted to take you guys to some of those scriptures so that you can see for yourself um, uh, uh, about what happened to us. Therefore, there is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And so and Galatians uh, tells us, Galatians 3.27 tells us that we are baptized in Christ. For as many of you that have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. So when we become born again, we are baptized into him. And so once we are immersed within him, we have these uh, blessings then in him. And so 
I wanted to bring that to you guys' attention so that you'll see that uh, our part is, as I mentioned, we have to believe. And once we believe, the Bible tells us to um, make our confession, we are saved. But I want you guys to read uh, the book of Matthew, read chapter, uh, chapter 6, and really look at it from a kingdom point of view. Put on those glasses, those lens, and look at it that way, and you'll see the power that that um, new person has and how we ought to live. So I've, I read to you a bunch of things that we received in Christ. So um, I, meant, I mentioned to you, I want you to focus that we are a new creature. We, are, uh, we have spiritual blessings, these things that I, I mentioned to you. And so we have a couple of things that happen. I'm going to read some of them off to you quickly, and then, you know, we'll continue our, our study. It says, I am a new creature, and we see that in 2 Corinthians 5.17, uh, Galatians 5.6, Ephesians 2.10. I am a saint. The Bible tells us that. Uh, it's in 1 Corinthians 1.2. I am a part of his church, and Ephesians chapter 2, uh, 21, says, I am the temple of God. Um, I am completely uh, uh, filled and fulfilled in Christ, and that's in Colossians 2.9. It says that we are accepted um, uh, because of God's favor. That's in Ephesians 1.6. Um, I am enriched, 1 Corinthians 5, 1, 5, which I talked to you about. It uh, tells us in five Ephesians 5.8, I am the light. I am a light. I, I am a part of uh, as Jesus is. I am secured in God's love. I am established. Uh, I am crucified inwardly, Colossians 2, um, 7. I am near to God's heart uh, in Ephesians uh, chapter uh, 2. These are some of the things that, you know, and there's so much more that we have in Christ. I walk and live in Christ. I stand fast and firm in him. And so once you and I are baptized, as I mentioned, in him, we are um, no longer us, the Bible tells us, but Christ who lives in us. So we have the victory in all things, the Bible tells us. In all things, we have the victory. Why? Because we are a, an example. We look like him um, in the sense that we are baptized in him. And the only thing that as I've mentioned to you before that we are waiting on is the change of body. Um, to, to tell us how we're going to look in the sense of the body type. We're going to still recognize each other, but the body changes. And I believe that the scripture tells us that we do not have the blood in, in the body. You will have the body and, uh, without the blood. So, um, as I wanted to focus to you that there are two types of people in this world, uh, in the eyes of God the unbelievers, and the ones in Christ. And it tells us uh, that we ought to walk um, in the fashion. It says in, in Colossians uh, uh, 4, tells us 4, 5, in wisdom towards them that are without deeming the time. Those that are without are the ones that are not in the kingdom of God. Uh, so that, and it tells us in second in First Thessalonians, so that your daily life may be may win the respect of outsiders so that they would will not be dependent on anyone. So 
showing the difference between the two. And again, I've mentioned to you guys the reason why God wants us to live this certain way is that when the outsiders uh, see us and see how we live, uh, meaning that we love one another, we, we are doing things differently than they are uh, those that are in the world, we behave differently then uh, they will be attracted to him and come to him. But if you look at the world and the church today, it's ugly. And I believe that the the world is ugly because the church is ugly, because the Bible tells us that the church should be the guiding light to the world. And since the church is ugly, they're racist, they're all the things that you see manifesting in the world today. It's in the church. And because the church has no light, it is not able to, the world is not able to see the light in the sense of looking at them and then making a decision to come and serve the, serve our Father. The Bible tells us that God always have a, a remnant. And so the remnant is here. Um, it tells us that we become uh, joint heirs with Christ. Uh, there's so much uh, the Bible tells us that we have in Christ, and I've read so many of those things for you. We are a child of God as a result of our identity with Christ. And as we become a true child of God and understand who we are in the sense that uh, we are born again and we are in Him, um, the scripture talks, I have mentioned to you, we're in the beloved, and I tell you it's mentioned once, um, and that was in Ephesians 1.6, um, to the praise of the glory of, of grace by which um, he has made us accepted in the beloved. I talked to you about in the Lord, in whom, the Bible talks about that, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of, of sin according to the riches of his grace. Um, in him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him, who works all things according to the counsel of his will. And you see that we, we have an inheritance, we have obtained an inheritance because of Jesus Christ. And the Bible tells us what that inheritance is, for it tells us that our inheritance is God the Father. We, inher- we inherited Him. Um, so you and I, if we understand and approach our circumstances from this day forward with uh, the, the lens of one that is in a different kingdom, and when you are going to look for the word of God, you're going to see what his policy is on, on that situation. And then once you find that word that you have been looking for, so that same as Jesus did, be imitators of him, go find this policy and procedure. Now you're then going to uh, confess this um, policy, and you're going to tie and marry your belief system to this policy, regardless of what it looks like. And if you guys are listening to my morning rant, you're hearing me talk about the walk of um, Peter. Peter walked on the water. That story is such a powerful story about 
the uh under, once you understand the principles of the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of uh, uh uh God's dear son you'll see it in Jarius the story of Jarius also when Jarius came to Jesus and he made a declaration if you come to my house my my and lay your hands on my daughter she shall live and Jesus at the same time was dealing with the woman with the issue of blood he turns to her he's dealing with her Jarius is um People comes and says, don't trouble the master. Uh, she's dead. And the Bible tells us that immediately Jesus heard that he stopped dealing with the woman, turned to Jairus and said, only believe. Do not allow uh, what you heard um, uh, move you from what you believe. And so here it is. The Don't revert back to the senses that is of the world of the kingdom of darkness, which is your hearing the five senses. And we saw in, in Peter's case, he saw and he relied on his eyes, not on the fate that he stepped out on the water. And it says that when he stepped out on the water, he began to walk on fate. And you and I usually, we start out in fate, but then something happened to him. It says that the wind began to get um, uh, voiceless, began violent and so forth. And our situation begins to change. It becomes violent. You get the phone call from the landlord, the bank, the collectors. All of these things are beginning to press on you. And then you take your eyes off of the word, just like uh, Peter did. And he began to look at what is around him and he sank. And we see an example of um, Abraham. The Bible calls him the father of faith. It says that Abraham considered not the um, his age nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. And so he had to deal with it just like everyone else. And uh, do not consider the surroundings or the change, the circumstances. Do not consider it. And once you uh, just consider and agree with the word of God, you will get a reward. Um, the Bible continues. It says, with him in Romans 5, uh, Romans 6, 4, therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that Jesus as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in this newness of life. That's what I'm saying. We are a new creature. We ought to walk by it. Matthew chapter um, 6 tells us how. Bible tells us how. And what the reason why you and I are reading the Bible is so that we can get an understanding of this new principles, new policies by which we are going to govern our life since we are in this new kingdom. Romans 6, 6, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slave to sins. So those that are not born again, they are slaves to sin. Those that are not, that are outside the non-believers, the Bible tells us who they are and what they are. They are slaves to sin. Romans 6, 8. Again, this is with him. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Romans 8, 
3, uh, 8, uh, 32. He, uh, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him so freely give us all things? And this is why I said that father that uh, we have in this new kingdom, that uh, in Matthew, when Jesus was talking about, he knows that you have need of your clothes. He knows all of these things, but he doesn't want you to focus on that. He said, focus on the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now, and I've been trying to tell you guys, the kingdom has these new principles, and it is our responsibility to go and find them. Find them, put them in line of our situation, because with those that are sick, the Bible says that you are actually healed. And so then you have to go and find those scriptures. He sent his word and healed them. It tells us that God's word is a medicine. And if his words are like medicine, that means that just like the doctor gave us daily medicine every four hours, you and I ought to take the word of God and mirror what the doctor says and see what happens in relationship to God's word versus what the doctor says. And so you see this in Romans, which is a powerful word. In Romans 8.32, he who did not spare his own son, deliver him up for us all. Why? How shall he not with him, with Christ, also freely give us all things with Christ? God has given to you us, to us all things, pertaining to life and godliness. I've read that to you. He has freely given it to us. So now how do you and I access this thing for the just shall live by faith. You and I access this by faith. And this is one of the things I've started in, in is seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So we're back again to this thing, faith. Second Corinthians 13, 4. For though he was crucified in weakness, he lived by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God towards you. Colossians 2, 12 to 15, buried with him in baptism, which I mentioned to you early, earlier, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. You being dead in your trespasses and your uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him having forgiven you all your trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirement that was against us, which was contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers. He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Colossians 3, 4. When Christ, who is our life, appeared, then you also will appear in him. I'm telling you guys, you and I have received a lot in him. 
And I wanted to get you to start thinking differently than church and church and and our our fathers that taught us before not teach us correctly. We are in a new kingdom, and we ought to talk and behave like it. They never told us that we are now learning new principles and new um, uh, ways, new laws by which we live in this new kingdom. We are to behave a certain way. We are to pray a certain way. It tells us in Matthew how Again, to Christ began to lay down the framework so that you and I can then take this and the rest of the scripture is all of us taking and learning these examples of what happens when we live by these rules and, and policies of this new kingdom. And so the Bible tells us that God has freely given to us all things. I read that to you. He has freely given to you and I all things. Romans 8.32, he who did not spare his own son, but deliver him up for us all, how shall we, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. I read to you Ephesians chapter 1, about, you know, God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. But we access this, guys, for the just shall live by faith. For we walk by faith, as Peter did. He walked by faith. As soon as he walked by sight, he lost it all. And the Bible says Jesus immediately grabbed him because he was sinking. So you and I, we ought to walk by faith, and we will not sink. But the minute we begin to apply the principles and and, and um, all the, the uh, uh, way by which we lived in the old kingdom, we will fall. We will sink. So the Bible states, the just shall live by faith, because God has given to us all things freely. We walk by faith, not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more. The satisfying sounds of more sales in your business. And from the sound of it, your business is growing. But you shouldn't have to pay more to scale your business. With Stamps.com, you can import orders from wherever you sell online, find the lowest rates with the fastest delivery times, 
and instantly deliver tracking updates to your customers and stock up on supplies. Get started at Stamps.com today with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.